Hey guys, it's Afense and I'm a transformational life coach. I help people get unstuck, get their ish together and live the lives of their dreams. Welcome to episode 17 of the Perfectionism Podcast where I talk about my perfectionist journey and give you some perfectionism advice that can really help you to begin to release your own perfectionism handbrake. I like to talk about this on my podcast because this is really what helped me um, get out of my own way. Like hearing other people who were struggling with perfectionism stories and just really seeing myself in it and really being able to begin to release myself and to begin to release the ideas that I had. Because perfectionism is not something that you can, like, you know, you have to live with for life. <laughs> it's basically just a series of thoughts that are happening in your head um it's a series of beliefs that's what perfectionism is really um it's just the belief that you know um you got to do the best you got to show up the best you know otherwise it's not safe um you got to please people you you got to do things right the first time otherwise not at all it's really like worrying about what people are thinking of you and really overthinking because you want to show up as this perfect person and and also just having that belief that there is a fixed level of intelligence that people have and the way that you present yourself shows your your level of intelligence and there's kind of there's kind of no room for growth in there. But anyways, that's that's the reason why I am so adamant that I want to share, you know, my own journey and my own struggles, my own thoughts and everything along those lines. So today we're going to be talking about food and are we killing ourselves with food? But before we get into that, I just wanted to get, give you guys a little bit of a background as i normally do of like what's going on right now um so it's the middle of exam week right now i'm slapping between two exams <laughs> mama mia and boy did my perfectionism play a number on me this week one procrastination i am not even gonna act like i was perfect um procrastination had me by the ovaries um i mean thank god I had dealt with the overthinking, so I didn't overthink too much. Um, and I definitely had the all or nothing thinking get in my way because I was like, um, oh no, if I can't study all the chapters in one hour or in this specific time that I've given myself, then I'd rather not study anything at all. And then I'd like self-sabotage and stuff. So it was quite a trip, quite a trip. I've got one more exam left. And I think this is just teaching me a lot about how insidious these perfectionist thoughts are. And I'm definitely going to be working on it next semester. These are the final exams for this semester. So next semester is another opportunity for me to actually just bring it up and deal with it head on. Um, yeah, because it was intense. It was tough. It was tough or tough. <laughs> just the mindset stuff but I think what also happened this week was that I was going through a lot emotionally um and I mean I people I don't think people know how much not I don't think people know maybe they don't maybe they do it doesn't matter what people know don't know but I think a lot of people think that 
if you're a coach or if you're a life coach or something and you're in the mental health care space or a therapist, then, like you don't need that much support because you're in that space, right? And I find that it's probably us that need more support than anyone. <laughs> I've reached out to so many people to just get some um, help this week, like um, mentally. And I saw one of my faves, Nyashomba. Um, she's a life coach online. She also mentioned that she had reached out to her own coach um, to get help and stuff. And like how it's not a sign of weakness. It's actually probably a sign of strength. And it was so empowering because, you know, I've been going through it this week and she was clearly also going through it. Um, and it's just so encouraging to know that, you know, it's, it is not a sign of weakness. Like as a perfectionist, I think the biggest thing is that we, we want to be seen as if we've got it all together. And for the longest time, I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't want to tell people my real problems. I didn't want them to really see the quote unquote real me because it was a bad reflection on on myself and I didn't want that like it just yo I mean it's for stressed <laughs> if people really knew you know what I was really really going through but I humbled myself this week and I was just like look I'm learning I'm growing I'm going through a lot right now like I I like I had um some client drama um I had some consultation drama because you know I offer those one hour free consultations um i tried something out last week where i would be vetting people ahead of time because the previous week i had 10 consultations and only four of them showed up um those are four or five showed up so it was those were five hours that could have gone to people that were actually really serious um and in order to stop that i kind of confirmed ahead of time um two people cancelled this week um and then the last one oh it's the three people that canceled this week and then the last one just didn't show up even though she had confirmed um and yeah that was like oh gosh really i mean loki i was happy because of course i had an exam <laughs> so i was just like more time for me yay but also it was like loki disappointing as well because i thought i had you know a good system going but that's what life is. It's about learning. It's about growing. It's about, you know, going through all of these different motions in order to learn from from the things that you've been doing. But before we get in too much on what's happening in my life, I want to segue right back into the weight loss thing because that's what's next. On Monday, the 14th of August, I am launching the 12-week weight loss program. We already have some people that are signed up. If you're not signed up, this is your sign, okay? do the right thing get onto the list um pay the fee and i'll see you in there it is only 160 dollars. you're gonna love it okay um 3000 south african rands and um how much Twenty four thousand kenyan shillings uh i'm gonna leave the link to the the form that you can fill in and how to make payments on that form as well all the information is there and you can join us you can join us i'm thinking of um um keeping the registration open for a little bit longer than the first week to allow people that didn't have the funds on hand already to to join us because after a week then i mean you can always look watch back you know and still get the results um at the end of that so 
yeah uh oh gosh um let's talk about the root cause of weight gain i was listening to a podcast by danny morell and another oh i forgot her her name um a, a dietitian right from the higher self podcast i think it's episode number 103 such a powerful episode and that episode got me thinking so much like they were talking about what really is the root cause of weight gain and the truth of the matter is that weight gain is caused by um overeating and underfeeding okay it's not so much overeating it's more underfeeling like when we resist feeling our feelings when we are not willing to experience the pain we want to suppress those vibrations in our body with food i know this so intimately because i've been overweight like i've carried extra weight and every single time i see somebody carrying extra weight i know in my heart of hearts that that is pain that is pain that is emotions that are unprocessed that is so much drama that is happening right and and it's just it's something that is that is um a problem in our society and a lot of people that are carrying extra weight don't want to be i mean of course there's the baby w's there's people that have been carrying extra weight for a very long time and they've just made it an identity um but there's some people that just really don't and those obviously are the people that I'm here for and the people that I want to help the people that are in the position that I was in when I was carrying 20 kgs extra that I did not want to be carrying and I realized at the time that was me dealing with a whole lot of um trauma and just yeah man I had just gone through a very traumatic event on a huge rejection um the year before or two years before uh when i piled on all of that weight and then it was just the trauma of moving out of the home and being in university doing a course that i hated um and just feeling the need to people please and perform despite the fact that this wasn't true to myself like that was a lot of pain that i was dealing with and and then at the same time like i had gotten gone through a breakup with like the first love of my life oh gosh it was a lot <laughs> it was a lot and and like i don't know some of us look at our pain and trivialize it because yeah we didn't go through like really intense like you know wars and stuff but pain is pain and it's painful still to to you to experience whatever it is and you can't minimize it just because you didn't experience what uh, what somebody else experienced and we deal with it differently but most of the time we drink we eat we smoke we um some people have sex some people enter into um illicit drugs in order to be able to just get that feeling out like that vibration out of your body So it was very interesting when on that podcast they were talking about are we killing ourselves with the foods that we're eating? If you really think about it, is this us trying to slowly kill ourselves? 
I think we all know the dangers of sugar. Like everybody knows that sugar is pure poison. It really is. All the studies that have been done on it, there's literally nothing good <laughs> that has been said about sugar. It's just normalized because it's in society. We give it to our kids. We give it to um, each other. It's a sign of quote unquote love. You know, we eat it on our birthdays. We eat it every day. In our, we drink it in our tea. Like it's been normalized so so much. And sugar is poison. Like over time, if you keep consuming sugar. Ain't nothing good that's going to come from that. Like literally nothing good is going to come from that. <laughs> it spikes up your insulin. It messes up your balance. And in terms of your um, the hunger hormones that you're dealing with, it messes up your skin. Like sugar is not good for you in any way or form. At all. And it's just interesting to realize that, right? When you're eating sugar, are you subconsciously telling yourself you're not worthy to live? I know this is a very serious question, but I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about the same when it, when it comes to flour. We know what flour does. Like, first of all, I'm gluten intolerant. Let's just talk about that. The fact that I'm gluten intolerant, but at many, many points in my life, especially that time when I was trying to get rid of that extra 20 kgs, that flour had me by a freaking chokehold. I could not stop eating cake, donuts, bread rolls, bread. I just could not stop eating that nonsense. And it wasn't good for me. It hurt literally physically every single time when I ate it. It hurt. And it hurt me emotionally because I knew I shouldn't be eating this stuff. It just hurt, but I was in so much pain that I was thinking it is it is less painful to experience these physical symptoms than it is to actually feel the emotions that are coming up the rejection uh that it is to process the 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 loneliness because there was a time when i wasn't even living on campus and um all my friends were far and uh i had i hadn't i wasn't able to to live in in residence with people um, and I was so lonely. That loneliness, like just processing all of that, the the shame, the shame, like from religious addictions. Like I, I had an I had an unhealthy relationship with religion, you know, which affected my relationship with God, because I would shame myself. I would feel guilty for not praying. I would feel guilty for not reading my Bible. I would feel all sorts of really negative and unhelpful emotions about not studying on time, even like there was so much. But of course, I was experiencing resistance in those areas because I didn't even want to be there. I didn't want to be studying that thing that I was studying. Like, what the hell? Who wanted to do that? I was doing actuarial sciences, guys. Like, who wanted to try and prove themselves in a course that they hated and it was boring af me the whole the the the, the creative me the creative <laughs> it's just that i i happened to get straight a's and people were like yeah you're an actuary really but it was so painful to be denied who i really was like 
I want you to see this food thing or our relationship with food as something deeper than just our, like something deeper than our conceptualization of it. Like it's not just food. It's not just extra fats. It's not just weights. It's not, it's so much more than that. Like what is it really telling you? What story is that extra weight telling you what emotions are unprocessed what are you not willing to feel and this is the journey that we're going to be going on for 12 weeks with my people it's going to be hard and it's going to be so liberating because once you understand that resistance what's holding you back you will be so powerful beyond measure as you shift your identity from that person who is unwilling to feel and ready and, and, and holding on to extra weight to a person who is willing to feel any emotion and is willing to experience their lives in their in the in their highest version as their highest self. Let's talk about deep fried foods. <laughs> One of my faves, actually. Girl, I had an addiction to deep fried foods. I will not even lie. And that stuff kills you. Like the, all the studies that have ever been done about fried chicken. I mean, besides the fact that it's an animal product, just fried anything. Even fried, those fried vegan chicken things, you know. Fried anything and all those trans fatty acids and like what they do to your heart, what they do to your body. Like it's messed up. Like are you really trying to die? That's the question. Are you trying to die? Let's talk about the ngagara of them all. And I know this is going to trigger so many of us. Also, I'm triggered. I don't want to lie. Alcohol. When you drink alcohol, when you are taking part in the waters of Babylon, hmm? that is actually, especially in excess, that is you not wanting to feel and low-key, subconsciously trying to kill yourself over time. Because we know that thing is not good. There's this um, YouTuber, um, Rono, uh, in Kenya. I love her so much. She's so hilarious. I love her Instagram. I follow her on Instagram more. She is funny, but she has just dropped like a very serious video a couple of weeks ago talking about how alcoholism almost took her life and how she had to stop and like how alcohol as a drug was so toxic. And she had to spend months and months and months getting through and over it because she was obviously medicating and just unwilling to to feel whatever feelings were coming up at the time and she wanted to shove them down with alcohol. Like, are you doing that? I want to leave you with those serious questions. Like, what is your relationship with food and are you using food to slowly poison yourself? So that you don't live a long and rich life because you're miserable. Because you're actually low-key miserable. All of these foods, they bring like an, a quick happiness. A dopamine spike. Like a quick one. A pleasurable. Because they're pleasurable. Like, oh girl, think about it. The sugar, the flour, the deep fried foods, the alcohol. What? They're pleasurable. But in the moment, you're feeling pleasure. But in the long run, you're hiding misery. Right? But because you know that this life is a miserable life and this is what you're thinking subconsciously, 
then the way that you show up, the way that you behave is like, okay, I need to end it. But of course, I'm not going to end it quick. I'm just going to end it slowly. And like we'll die in our 50s, we'll die in our 40s, heart attacks, cancer, Alzheimer's, all sorts of diseases that are food related, that are directly linked to your relationship with food. You know, your liver is failing. Your stomach has got a huge ulcer. You're going through so much physically. And it's all because you're not willing to feel. So I know this is a little bit more of a sober or somber um, type of episode. But I want you to just think about it. Like, am I willing to feel my feelings or would I rather slowly slowly die a death that I created for myself like this is a very sensitive topic I have had relatives who have died from liver um liver cancer I've had relatives die from heart attacks and I've had relatives really medicate themselves to death and and experience the consequences and for me it was actually my biggest motivation to go vote vegan in 2017 like i decided i am going vegan i get shame i'm not i'm not about that meat life i've slowly crept back because i forgot and this episode is here to remind myself and to remind you and to just provoke your thought a little bit are you eating for life are you slowly killing yourself if you'd like to work with me on this i've got that 12-week program sign up the link is down below and uh, if you'd like some one-on-one i've still got a couple more spots left definitely sign up for a consult and we can get started working on your journey um i'm looking forward to working with you guys to really help you Feel your feelings, process, and live such a rich, rich life on this earth side. Have yourselves a fabulous, fabulous day. Mwah.